Penalty try. Penalty try. So the try is under the post. 20 seconds left. 19, 18. They stop the clock. And that is it. New South Wales have won State of Origin 2. 18 to 14. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show. At least the women got the job done, 18-14 in Game 2. But the Shield stays in Queensland, of course. The men, sadly beaten, 32-6. Phil Buzz Rothfield's on the line. Buzz, good morning. That was probably one of the the worst New South Wales performances you've seen? Yeah, it was, mate. It was certainly up there. And mm. you just talking about the women's origin, how they squared the series. You know what would help sell tickets on Wednesday night if mm. they were playing a decider there before the absolutely, before the absolutely, wouldn't it? You know, and I was really disappointed the other night. New South Wales won and Queensland celebrated. You know, it's but um, the other side needed. To, sorry, Buzz. I was sorry. just saying neither side seemed to know what to do at mm. full time. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But look, we know it's going to get changed next year, which is important and um, needs to be changed. And um, yeah, look, Wednesday night was uh, a really, really horrible performance from the Blues. They had everything to play for. Um, I know the odds were stacked against them, and but I just saw nothing there with our attack, mm. and I can't even blame Mitchell Moses for that. Look, I, I think we've got to have a reboot. We've, we've got to start again. It involves um, not just Brad Fittler, but the entire setup. Um, I think we need to do an independent review. Um, of the New South Wales Rugby League at the elite level because I think people like Dave Trod and their chief executive and board members are too close to Freddie and that is the only way we are going to get a result out of what's been another debacle uh, for New South Wales. Um, as I've said before, we've got twice as many participants as Queensland. Um, we should have a bigger pool but we keep falling over just at this very, very top level and it's not good enough, and uh, I hope they're going to do something to fix it, which involves uh, getting new people into coach the side. Now, Buzz, in your What's the Buzz column in today's Sunday Telegraph, you write about Andrew Johns, and you say he has a decision to make. Either he works for Channel 9 or for the New South Wales Blues on State of Origin Night. Just run us through that story you wrote. Well, I think it's a really important issue, Bulldog, as you know, Joey spends 10 days in camp before every game and runs the Blues attack. He works with this spine. They, you know, discuss the way they're going to play the game tactically. Then they do their ball work and you don't get a lot of time in origin, but Joey's there. You get to game night and the attack's clunky. There's no cohesion. You've got to... The assistant, the attacking coach has got to have some input. You know, you, you've got to change tactics on the run. When Tom Turbo gets hurt, mm. you've got to have your attacking coach there to work out, is it Damien Cook, is it Jerome Luai, or is it Cameron Murray? You put, But he's sitting there in a soundproof commentary box working for Channel 9 and can have absolutely no input in the most important 80 minutes of football. And with Queensland, Jonathan Thurston does their attack. When he takes a night off at Channel 9, he sits on the bench with the reserves and the managers and he's in constant connection with Billy Slater and everyone else in the Queensland box. And I just don't see the point if Joey can't make himself available on the night of the game. I think we need someone else to do the attack. 
Buzz, we don't know what's going to happen to Brad Fittler. All the indications are that you know, he won't be there next year, given the results in the last couple of years. If I was to put you on the spot and say, Buzz, if Freddie was to go, who would you install as New South Wales's next coach? Well, I disagree with what you and Zorb were saying earlier. I think Ricky Stewart could do the job. I think he's the obvious choice to do the job. I think they brought in a rule after a Brian Tanavan review uh, 10 years ago. And look, times have changed. And I think with the right team around him, he is the man who could get these New South Wales players to play as a team. And that's the thing. I still say on paper our team is as good, if not better, than Queensland. But we don't play as a team, do we? Yeah. Would Ricky Stewart, have you spoken to him, would he be prepared to do both roles if he was given the, the origin job next year? Ricky Stewart will not even talk about it, Ray, mm. while Brad Fittler is in employment. Fair enough. And um, I really, really admire him for that. From conversations I've had with him, I get the impression he would have a whack at it with the only with the full approval of uh, their chief executive, Don Ferner, and also the Canberra Raiders board. But he will not move whatsoever well, until the decision has been made on Brad Fittler. And he won't make the move anyway. It would be up to Dave Trodden or someone else to make the approach to him. Mm. Buzz, Justin Holbrook was dismissed uh, last week. It surprised many. Holbrook came out in an interview saying he didn't see it coming. However, you have broken a story in today's column suggesting that he would have known it was coming because there was a clause in his contract. Just expand on that, please. Yeah, yeah. he said in the uh, interview, I think it was with Peter Bedell, that he had no inkling at all that you know, he was, his job was under threat. And I um, spoke to some people at the Titans and his manager, and I found out that in October last year, when things were, that it had another poor season, they added, and he agreed to it, they added performance clauses to Justin's contract. And one of those was that he had to be in the top eight after the first two months of the competition. Now, they got to round eight this year and he was running 10th. The club could have sacked him then. They gave it, decided to give him some extra time. Following that, they were flogged 46-16 by Newcastle, knocked off by the Bulldogs, who were running 15th, and then whacked by the Rabbitohs. So I think they were perfectly entitled to, you know, make a call on this. I, I really do. It was there. It was in his contract. And they've hired a guy who um, struggled at Man in his last year, and, and he's a two-time premiership winning coach. And I think he has got a roster there on the Gold Coast, particularly if you add Ben Hunt to it next year, that is capable of becoming a top four side. So the Gold Coast Titans are not happy about running 10th. They're not happy about just scraping into the finals. They want to win a premiership. Mm. And I sort of agree with them that Justin Holbrook is not the man to take the club to the heights they want to get to. Fair enough. Do you agree, Doc? Uh, yeah, like I think they wanted to make a proactive decision, Buzz. I think Justin Holbrook did a good job 
Phil. I don't think he took the club backwards, but I don't think he took them forward in the strides that they wanted. It was more baby steps, and I think in the end, the club just ran out of patience with that. I've just given you a couple of examples. So, beaten 46-16 by the Knights. Beaten by Canterbury. You know, it's just not good enough. Mm. They're sick of being a fair to good side. They want to be a great side. And I admire a management that's got the courage to come out and say that and, you know, strive for greatness. And that's what they've done. Yeah, I agree, Buzz. I wasn't sticking up for him, but I'm just saying it wasn't yeah, sure. a disaster. Like, they're running ninth at the moment. They're not running 17th. He's got you know, eight coaches behind him. Dog, if you took the three buys out and look at his wins, he yeah, would be down. He's got six wins, you know? yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Buzz, in your Saint section of your What's the Buzz column today, you talk about Billy Slater and a text which inspired the piece from a great old mate of ours, Jeff Printer. Wow, he used to work for 2KY, didn't he, in the good old days? Great man, Jeff. Yeah, great man, Jeff. Yeah, Yeah, he sent me a text after the game. and he. How long has Jeff Printer been around covering sport? 60, 50, 60 years? I was going to say 50 plus, yeah. He said in the text, we've heard a few post-match coach interviews in our time. None come close to Billy Slater's. And look, I've heard a lot myself, and I would tend to agree that Billy Slater, I'm sure you would too, Bulldog, is one of the most impressive men I've had anything to do with in rugby league. And after that game, he... I just think he handled it beautifully. I really did. And he, he paid us. He was hurting for Brad Fittler during all this too because they worked together at nine. But he just spoke with so much class and he has done a wonderful job with that Queensland side. And um, Yeah, good on Billy Slater. He's, uh, I wonder one day if he'll coach an NRL side and I'm sure he'd be equally as successful. How are you going to approach next Sunday, Phil, by coming into the studio and sitting here next to myself and Ben Way with Ray overseas? Are you going to bring oh, some humour? Are you going to bring some controversy? What's your well, game I plan? Might, I might speak to the producers beforehand. Right, and okay. Work on a battle plan. Well, I'm then it's going to come back to me you. eventually, so you might as well I'm tell me now. I'm working for the producers, not you. <laughs> and what I would like to discuss with my producers is... <laughs> oh, your producers, Alec. <laughs> They're yours. Is that we cross live to Ray at Lords for a uh, summary of the day's play? Mm. Could we do That'd that logistically, Ray? Probably not. No. <laughs> Depending on beers. What I time have. would it be over there? Oh uh, no, it'd be nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah, probably could. Hey Ray. Yeah. I'll speak with my producers about <laughs> exactly. allowing you to put an invoice in. <laughs> <laughs> hey Buzz. You know we had Mark War on Buzz. Yeah. Mark War tip that Ray, if he has one too many of those no, pints, won't be happening. Could strip. The gear off and uh, that won't be know, happening. Get across the famous turf, <laughs> oh <Au> natural. <laughs> what did George say in Seinfeld, Buzz? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, Buzz. Yeah, Straub yeah. from Glen Innes says, Ray, can you let Dino know that I'm willing to fill in whilst you're on holidays and sit opposite him and do the show with him? That'd be interesting, Straub, Dino, and Buzz. Yeah, well, why not? This well, yeah, anything no, goes um, on this show. No, I'm looking forward to it actually, Raymond. And uh, yeah, it it all was always good fun earlier in the year, filling filling in for the bulldog. And no, you, um, you'll do a great job, Buzz. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, you know. Oh, well, look, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know, our talk topic today is shock exits. 
from sport. Shocking exit. Shock exits on the back of Ben Hunt potentially and Justin Holbrook, etc. I'll ask if you've got one, and whilst you're thinking, I'll read out Manly Manow, who's nailed it as usual. Morning, boys. Shock exits. Robbie Williams from Take That, <laughs> Peter Brock from Holden, John Singleton from Gay's Stables, Bruce Jenner from the local men's shed <laughs> were all notable but insignificant <laughs> compared to the shock exit at the Manly Seagulls Club last week. Apparently Zorba was at the all-you-can-eat buffet on Thursday night and made a shock exit before a dessert bar opened. There you go, no, Buzz. That right, eh? <laughs> Good old Man Philby. Out. He was in great form this morning, wasn't he, Philby? Oh, he was funny. Buzz, you know you what? what? I've never known anyone in the media who speaks his mind the same way he does. Yeah, good call. Does yeah. not care who he offends. He's mad, isn't he? Bag his best mate, Max <laughs> Pruitt. <laughs> said he couldn't. And, coach. and he Max was, was listening, Buzz. Max was listening. But, mate, you don't bag you. Even if he couldn't coach, <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> does, Buzz, I'll tell you a shock exit, which yeah. was a story that you actually broke exclusively many years ago. Ronnie Gibbs quitting Manly. That was yeah. a massive story in its day. Yeah, it was a really big story. Um, and I don't mind admitting now, I'll give up my source. We were sitting at work and I didn't have, there was no back page and all the rugby league writers had gone home. And I rang Jack Gibson, who was coaching Parramatta at the time, was around. Um, Oh, I forget when it was, but... 87, 88? Yeah, yeah, 80. Well, he wasn't coaching, but he was still a major figure in the game. And I said, Jack, I've got an empty back page. Can you help? And he said, Mortimer to Penrith, um, Gibbs to the Gold Coast. And he gave me Dory to Illawarra and gave me a few tips. And I said, turn it up, Jack. I can't write that, you know, Gibbs to the Gold Coast. And he said, I hope I haven't wasted the phone call. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, I rang Peter Musket, who was chief executive of the uh, Gold Coast Giants at the time, and he just started, and I, I sort of played a dummy. I said, Pete, what about you? You've just signed Ronnie Gibbs. He said, oh, no, who told you that? Who told you that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a shock exit, wasn't it? <laughs> no, uh, it no, certainly uh, was. Yeah. Tanya's chimed in with her shock exit, Buzz. Ginger Spice leaving the Spice Girls. There you go. That's one of my great yeah, fears yeah. of life, the Spice Girls Tour Australia, and she drags me to the concert. I don't want to be going to that. Hey, Buzz, three games today. Brisbane versus Gold Coast, South versus North Queensland, Roosters versus Raiders. The Broncos are win, mate. They look like a, uh, a real, real premiership contender. Um Cowboys I don't like on the road as much as I like them at home, so I think the South Sydney Rabbitohs will knock them off. And finally, big game, isn't it, mm. for the Roosters? I think Canberra Raiders, even though it's away from home, can beat them. I'm not convinced about this Roosters side at all. Fair enough. Hey, Buzz, appreciate, as always, you coming in on a Sunday morning. More importantly, thanks for holding the fort over the next few weeks, and let's hope Australia can bring home the Ashes, eh? Yeah, good on you, mate, and safe travels to you and Tanya, and, uh, yeah... You look after yourself, mate. We, we might talk next Thanks, Sunday, Buzz. Buzz. Good on you, mate.